Yo, what's up, world? It's Corey Easley, the guy that runs this podcast. This podcast is called Corey Has a Podcast. How you doing? <clears throat> it's a brand new week. I'm back. I just learned a, an interesting fact about cats, and that fact is that cats prefer wet food over dry food because in the wild, they uh, get most of their hydration from their prey. So all that gushy shit that's inside the animals' bodies that they eat, all the fucking blood, and I feel like everything inside your body is wet, right, most of the time. If everything's dry in your body, you're probably dead, right, or everything's wet in there. Like, if I stick my finger all the way inside my belly button and I'm, like, two knuckles deep, shit comes out wet, because I'm wet on the inside, and so are you. Check, if you don't believe me. Now, there's multiple holes in your body that you could check from. You got nostrils. You got eye holes, ear holes, mouth holes, butt holes, belly button holes, dick holes, vagina holes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, the vagina. Uh, what am I, 12? Yeah, so basically um, cats like wet food because it reminds them of killing because they're just little killing machines. They got little daggers attached to their hands they don't have thumbs but they'll fuck you up you know they're so fucking gangster i love cats i love them because they just like they choose you you know what i mean and don't get me wrong i love dogs too i'm an animal guy i'm a raccoon guy yo i saw a raccoon kill and eat an iguana on a video those motherfuckers are ruthless too don't get it twisted just because they're cute and they got little cute hands and they do the little cute grabby thing with their hands like hey give me some cereal because they like cereal bro i'll tell you what if you want to get some raccoons put a put some milk in a bowl put some some honey nut cheerios in there bro and when you look out onto your fire escape in new york city or elsewhere, but mostly New York City, because that's where 90% of the, the uh, world's raccoon population lives, you will find a whole herd of raccoons. You will find a flock. You will find a gander of raccoons. And you know what they say, what's good for the raccoon is good for the gander. You know, raccoons really hit the mainstream hard, man. They, um, they starred in Marvel movies like Guardians of the Galaxy. The first original raccoon, a uh, famous raccoon was Miko from the Pocahontas movie. He was her best friend. Her best friend was a raccoon. And in the midst of all this crazy shit that was going on with these fucking white people that came over and said, yo, all you Indian motherfuckers are savages, bro. And I, you know how I could tell you're a savage? Because I have a gun and you're going to try to fight me with some fucking wooden stick that you made out of a tree. You know what? I could hit you from far away. You can't hit me. Savage. You're not even wearing a shirt, bro. They had the audacity to come over and call them savages. But then this guy wanted to fuck Pocahontas. And the truth be told, realistic, realistically speaking, Pocahontas probably had hairy ass legs, hairy armpits. But you know what? It was all right because she was so beautiful. She had long, pretty hair. She really tried, you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't walking around wearing the same old rags that everybody else was wearing. She was dressed nice. She had a dress on. She was barefoot. Feet probably looked crazy, but you look past all that because she had a good singing voice. And she could sing with all the voices of the mountain. And she could paint with all the colors. 
of the wind. I was waiting for you to say it with me, baby. Say it with me. So this guy wanted to fuck Pocahontas. His name was um, his name was John Smith, which is honestly the most basic fucking name that anybody in the world could ever have. You know, when I was a kid, I was like, man, all you really have to do to have whatever you want is to just be white and have blonde hair and be a man. And then I grew up and I realized, yeah, that <laughs> it's still true. It's still fucking true. Um, but yeah, Pocahontas was a great movie. I tell you what, though. You know, the raccoons really hit the mainstream hard. And uh, one time I was walking through Central Park late at night, which you probably shouldn't do. I wouldn't recommend doing it. It's not It's not necessarily safe. You know, the world's a real crazy place nowadays. Um, I, was, I got out of the fucking train at Union Square, 14th Street. And um, somebody just threw a glass bottle. And the glass bottle exploded all over the place on the train platform. There were children around. There were other people. Nobody got hurt. A piece of glass hit me right in the fucking shoulder. And I thought, wow, that was a close call. And truth be told, I know myself. If that fucking piece of glass would have hit me, I would have ran through people to get the motherfucker who threw that piece of glass. Um, Not saying I'm tough. None of that shit. But the rage that would have come over me, I would have fucking probably been in handcuffs for catching a fucking homicide case because who why would you do something like that i mean just like the uh the anger on so many levels i looked and this is how i could tell that i like i i'm not it's not even like some pride shit right like i i got really upset because there were there was a mom with two children in front of me and i thought immediately the piece of glass hit me in the shoulder and i was like yo if this shit would have hit these fucking kids i would have been so upset I would have been so fucking mad, but it didn't, you know, um, people are insane. People are out of their fucking minds. Nobody has any money. Um, and we've made money so important that like you need to have it, which is crazy because no matter how you look at it, money gives you mobility to do stuff, to feel, uh, secure, to feel like you don't have to worry about shit. The people that don't have money have to worry about. Um, and some people, it makes them cocky, makes them into assholes. It makes them feel like they're better than you because they have it, you know? And those are the kind of people that I really feel like, yo, if some shit like the purge happened where motherfuckers were just running around, those are, those people turn into food. You just, those people are just become prey. They're just victims because you're running up in their fucking homes and you're taking everything they got. Um... Because there's people out here that don't have what they have and they're not happy about it. Um, hopefully it never comes to that. Because again, what about the children and what about the raccoons, right? You know, we're running in people's homes. We're no better than the fucking white guys from the Pocahontas movie that came over and started calling everybody savages, you know? Or we're no better than the savages themselves, or at least the perception. Can you believe? They were just perceived as savages because they they weren't they weren't rocking the same garb. They didn't have armor and shit. You know, they fought with their hands. You know, it's crazy. I don't know. Whatever, man. It's always gonna be like that. People see shit that they don't get. They they see people that don't look like them and they got a problem with it. And um, can't we all get along? No, we can't. 
We can't. We won't. It just won't fucking happen. It would be nice. But I live in the real world, okay? Um, <laughs> what a positive message. What a positive message. You're in a really good mood today, Corey. You're sending a real positive message. I don't give a fuck. I tell you what, saying I don't give a fuck always feels good. Always. And sometimes I mean it, and sometimes I really mean it, you know. Um, when I throw an I don't give a fuck out there, it, it, there's levels to it. You can give a fuck. You could be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you could drop your cell phone on the floor and it could be face down. And you've already had it up to here with the amount of fucking text messages you got that day. So you're just like, I don't give a fuck. And you pick the phone up and it's not cracked. But maybe if it was, you wouldn't have given a fuck. You know? And then there's larger scale things. Like, I don't give a fuck if I fucking go to jail. And anything up. Oh. Sorry. My, um, I got a little carried away with the voice there. I had to just take the, uh, <laughs> the feedback off because I was so fucking loud. I got a little passionate. I got passionate. I'm not going to lie, everybody. Um, I feel like life has gotten a little bit difficult. For me, in particular, and and I know that think no matter how bad things get, they can always get worse. Um, and just like I've been struggling with a few things, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I could just talk about them because this is my podcast, and it doesn't really fucking matter anyway. Since like four people listen to this shit, regardless of whatever. So uh, yeah, I've just been struggling with some shit um, personally and professionally, and honestly. I'm just trying to feel good. This is the thing, right? When you're going through things, my point of bringing it up is you have to take care of what you can take care of. And then whatever else that you can't do shit about, especially in the moment, you got to just try to fucking just be like, yo, I can't do shit about that right now. Let me not let myself get worked up. Do not let yourself get worked up about shit that you don't have control over. I know it's easier said than done, but yo, real talk, stop being pussy and be strong. Stop being soft, right? Yo, I can't do nothing about that. I know, but it's so fucking hard. But yo, you know what, man? Honestly, bro, I don't care because somebody's got it worse than you. Somebody's got it worse than me. I actually had someone break down. I had someone have a full breakdown today. And it was today, the day, it's October 14th. That's fucking Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Um... And I had a woman give me a call today and she completely spiraled into a fucking, she just spiraled and melted into a puddle of nothing while she was on the phone with me, which honestly, I think there's a level of humility that um, comes with being able to completely be that vulnerable in front of a stranger, which essentially I am. To this person in particular. And uh, I felt so bad. I'm not going to get into the details of this person's personal life. But she called me crying hysterically. A client. And uh, told me about all this turmoil in her life. And all I did was just listen. And I found myself becoming very emotional. And I realized on this day... 
yo, I, I probably could not be a therapist. And I think, and I want to give a big shout out to therapists because you all have to put up and endure so many other people. Like you just take on these huge loads of other people's feelings and emotions and heartbreak and uh, that shit. I really feel for you. I tell you what, like having a tough outer shell is cool, but like really feeling for other people. Really get knocked on your ass enough to understand where someone's coming from when they're having a breakdown. That's um that's just like that's a kind of connection that you can't like you can't uh what am I what am I what am I looking for? Right? Sometimes I rush these things, right? And I'm rushing talking through. You can't fake that. You can't uh there's another word I'm looking for, but I just can't find it at the moment. But uh, you just can't fake that kind of connection with another person, right? Like when someone's, when you feel for them what they're going through, and it's easy to just walk away and write somebody off. But, you know, the stronger thing to do is to be compassionate and um, be there for someone. Even if you don't have it, still have it for them. Why not? If you don't have it, that's my new shit, by the way. I'm on this new shit. I was talking to my boy, Frank, my best friend in the whole fucking world. He's never going to listen to this. But shout out to him because I love that fucking dude. And he said to me, or rather I said to him, I said, yo, things are not going necessarily the way I want them to go in all areas of my life, but I have a good life. And there's things that I want and I'm going to work for those things. And um, to put myself in a better position uh, but in the meantime, while I don't have what I want and I'm not where I want to be, I want to make it a point to be a fucking positive light in everyone's life that I happen to be around or that I can. If I can affect people in a positive way, I will, you know, and even right now in my head, I'm over here like, you sound mad fucking corny, right? Like that, like, oh, like... Like, you're just trying to sound like you're just some good... And it's like, yo, why am I programmed to think it's corny to to actually care for other motherfuckers, to care about people? Why is that corny, right? Why can't I just genuinely care for people? Why can't I have people's backs? Um, because I come from a place where people made you feel lame for caring. People made you feel lame for being vulnerable made you feel lame for crying and if you cry you're a soft ass bitch and everybody's gonna make fun of you or everybody's gonna try to bully you because of it and um i think uh i don't know if it's still like that i mean i see some play like i fucking i see some shit that looks like it's still like that <laughs> but at the end of the day i don't i'm not upset that I became tougher, but there are moments where you could just chill out for a second and have like have some vulnerability, you know, because I feel like all of those things, I saw this Jay-Z quote where he was like, yo, when you grow up, grow up in the projects and you're some kid, you're just, you're taught to survive. You're not, um, you don't really learn emotional maturity until, um, 
you have to teach yourself. And a lot of motherfuckers, there's a lot of people that end up never teaching themselves. Um, I'd like to be emotionally mature, or at least as, as best as I can be. Um, I'd like to not have fear of intimacy and, you know, be on guard because I don't want to fucking look like a sucker or a fool or like I'm soft, right? Like, I want to be able to, like, know when is appropriate and when is not appropriate to to let my guard down, right? <clears throat> These are things you work on. You go to therapy for this shit, right? And then, you, and then you call your therapist and you have a full-blown fucking meltdown because you can do that with them, right? Or you can just call a person that you barely fucking know and lose your shit while you're talking to them. And you know what? It's all the same. Right? Because speaking about how you feel and venting and getting together with your friends and commiserating, you know, uh, it's it's cathartic and it's necessary, right? Now, there's complaining parties and there's this and that and some people will be like, oh, you know, you guys are all complaining. And it's like, yo, fuck you and fuck that because the truth of the matter is, you know what's nice to be able to vent? Because holding stuff inside, you get cancer and all types of shit. You know, you get fucking acid indigestion, moderate to severe plaque psoriasis, fucking uh, all the other shit, the fucking hole in your neck from smoking. You get all of that shit from not letting your, uh, yo, just sometimes you people just need to be heard. Sometimes you might not even really want to act on your anger. Sometimes you want to just yell at the fucking top of your lungs. And sometimes that looks different. Sometimes yelling at the top of your lungs looks like bitching to a few people, getting it off your chest, taking a deep exhale, and then fucking letting that shit go. Flush it down the fucking toilet. Flush it down the toilet. You can flush almost anything down the toilet. All right? Trust me. Okay? I've been doing this. I'm, I'm, I've been thinking about doing a series of videos where I attempt to flush things down the toilet, but I don't want to do it in my toilet because the plumbing is questionable in this building. But you ever go to those bathrooms, like at the gym, and the it's one of those you you flush it and it sucks everything down so fast and powerfully, like a vacuum. Like you could fucking you could put a Funko Pop action figure in that toilet and it's sucking it down. You know, like what can I flush? You could flush anything down that toilet. They should have had that toilet in Goodfellas when she was trying to flush all that cocaine down the toilet and stop the toilet up, that weak-ass toilet. Um, that's a Goodfellas reference for anyone who hasn't seen that movie. R.I.P. to the late, great Ray Liotta, one of the best voices in the game, Tommy Versetti. I remember when I found out he was Tommy Versetti. I thought that was cool. I always thought he had one of the coolest fucking voices. I remember it's nothing like the first time you hear him in uh in 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 Goodfellas. Great narrator. Great, great dude. Good guy. One of ours. I think. I think he's from New York, right? Anyway, that's what I meant when I said one of ours. I'm, I'm assuming that he's from New York because he's cool. Because I'm one of those assholes that just assumes that because you're from New York, you automatically have cooler points than other people. It doesn't matter where you go. You take it with you everywhere you go. Um, 
For anybody out there who's going through something, talk to somebody. Whether it's a therapist, whether it's your fucking significant other, whether it's your best friend, or your mom, or your father, or fucking talk to somebody. Because it just feels good to get shit off your chest. And once you get shit off your chest, you can breathe and you can move on. Or you can start to address the problem. One of my favorite things is just being being able to identify why I'm upset. You know, and uh, talking about that is really helpful. So, um, walking around bitching is not really that great of a quality. But don't let them act like you can't fucking get something off your chest, right? If you need to. Venting is something totally different. You know, because people that hold shit in, they end up having a fucking breakdown. Letting it all out at the same time is not great. You know, react to it in the moment the way you need to. Whatever needs attention... Give it attention. Whatever it doesn't, don't give it attention. Keep moving forward. Keep being you. The fucking, there's this dog next door that just keeps barking. And I got to be honest with you, I'm not really cool with it. But anyway, all right, everybody. It's a small dog, that's why. Big dogs don't bark like that. But these little small fucking dogs. I'm not a huge fan. I like big dogs. I want the fucking dog to be like the same size as me. So I have the option of riding the dog like a little horse. But that's a whole different conversation for another day. Listen, have a nice day. Take care of yourselves. Take care of the people you love. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, Enjoy your week. Peace.